are listening to a Commonwealth Bank of Australia Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. This podcast provides general market-related information and is not intended to be an investment research report. The information contained in this podcast is based on previously published material. And before listening, you're advised to read the full Global Economic and Markets Research Disclaimers, which can be found at combankresearch.com.au. Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at ComBank and today I'm joined by Carol Kong, an economist in our international economics team. Carol, nice to have you on. Great to be here. Now we're going to step outside of the Australian economy today and talk about what is happening in the US economy. Now the US economy is still one of the largest economies in the world. Certainly what is happening there in terms of high inflation and high interest rates is keeping financial markets on edge, albeit maybe not as much as what's happening in the UK at the moment. But certainly what we've seen in recent months is the Federal Reserve's strong commitment to kind of bring inflation back down uh, has really ramped up talk of a US recession. Now the Federal Reserve has... Uh, delivered a really aggressive set of interest rate hikes. It's been the most aggressive since 1983. So, Carol, because of that and because the US has had a fair few recessions uh, in the past uh, many decades, the question on everyone's lips at the moment is, I guess, is the economy in recession or will it go into recession? Yeah, that's a pretty fair question, Belinda. Um, We have actually seen US real GDP contracting for the first two quarters of this year. And um, because of that, uh, the US is by definition in a technical recession because it it has contracted for two consecutive quarters um, this year. But I think the US economy is not in an actual recession for a couple of reasons. Um, For one, the U.S. labor market is currently extremely tight. So we've seen the unemployment rate running near a 50-year low at 3.7%. And it is pretty rare to see a, such a tight labor market prior to a U.S. recession. In fact, uh, there have only been two other occasions since the 1960s where the unemployment rate was this low before a recession. And in fact, FOMC Chair Powell has uh, repeatedly said that uh, the robust labour market uh, was an evidence that the US economy is not currently in a recession. And in addition, uh, things are done pretty differently in the US. um, And in the US, they've got this business cycle dating committee of Mm -hmm. the National Bureau of Economic Research or the NDER. So they have the final say on whether or not the U.S. economy is in a recession. And the committee defines a recession as a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the economy and lasts um, more than a few months. So in other words, the U.S. economies will need to meet each of the three criteria, namely death, diffusion and duration to some extent before the NBER can say, okay, we're now officially in a recession. So um, given the pretty mild GDP contraction earlier this year, so 0.4% decline in Q1 and um, 0.1% decline in Q2, um, 
combined with a pretty tight labor market in the U.S., I would not be surprised if uh, if the NBER committee does not declare a recession for the first half of 2022. It's interesting the different definition in the U.S. uh, because of that uh, NBER uh, panel effectively deciding if the U.S. is in recession compared to here in Australia where it's a pretty black and white definition of two negative quarters of GDP growth. But as you say, I think it's around that labour market that's incredibly important in kind of making it feel like a recession. Now, We've heard before in in other podcasts, in other research notes, uh, particularly from uh, your team and, and Joe Caperso, the head of your team, that the Fed has historically had a very poor track record of lifting interest rates and in a way gradually slowing the economy. They haven't had a good history of doing that and, in effect, uh, they have a history of actually inducing a recession. So kind of what's the Fed's record on, I guess, being able to manage the economic cycle? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, in an ideal world, the FOMC would want to deliver what we call a soft economic lending and that is to bring inflation down without triggering a recession in the U.S. Um, But history tells us that that is extremely rare in the U.S. So if we look back uh, at the past seven Fed tightening cycles between 1983 and 2018, a recession actually occurred within two years following the Fed's last interest rate hike in four out of um, the past seven Fed tightening cycles. So in other words, soft landings are pretty rare in the U.S., um, some other people, including uh, FOMC Powell himself, have referred to the soft landing episodes in 1965, 1984 and 1994. Um, but the problem is today's macro environment is extremely different to what has been in the past. So specifically, inflation is higher while unemployment rate is lower compared to these past soft landing episodes. So given inflation, headline PC inflation is running as high as 6.3% now, I think that suggests that the Fed has a much bigger task at hand currently. And I think the FOMC is well aware of that. Um, FOMC chair Powell has become less and less confident about engineering a soft landing in recent months. Um, he has said uh, recently at the Jackson Hole uh, Symposium that reducing inflation will likely bring um, about a sustained period of below-trend growth um, and some softening of labour market conditions. And we've also seen the FOMC's forecast have evolved over time. So back in June, the FOMC was still expecting that it could raise rates well into restrictive territory without causing much of a slowdown in growth and a sharp rise in the unemployment rate. But then um, at the last policy meeting in September, the FOMC has slashed its GDP growth and lifted its unemployment rate forecast. So overall, their economic projections are now pretty consistent with a significant slowdown in the US economy um, because of these restrictive monetary policy settings. And as a result of all that, markets are now pricing in a higher chance of a US recession in coming months. Yeah, it's interesting there that I think there's, I think this growing awareness that 
to get inflation back towards target, which is 2% in the US, that you are going to have more of a harder landing in the US economy. So that brings me to think about what does the average recession look like in the US? So how long do they last for? How deep are they? What what generally happens uh, as the US economy goes into recession? Yeah, so past US recessions since uh, early 1960s um, on average lasted for roughly 11 months. Um, and in terms of the key economic variables, they have pretty much uh, behaved in line with what macroeconomic theory suggests um, over the past nine US recessions. So in an average recession, GDP typically declines by 2.9 percentage points and the unemployment rate rises by 4 percentage points. Um, but if we exclude the pandemic recession, mm. which was very sharp and very short uh, compared to past recessions, GDP uh, decreases by 2 percentage points and the unemployment rate uh, rises by 3.2 percentage points. And um, importantly, history suggests that a recession can always pull down inflation, uh, which is the number one problem uh, facing the world economy today. Um, but price dynamics uh, uh, can vary quite a lot across different recessions. So in some recessions, inflation could fall immediately after a recession began. But in other recessions, inflation could increase well into a recession. But typically, it takes about 16 months uh, for both the he- uh, headline PCE and CPI inflation to fall from their pre-recession highs uh back to post-recession lows. And um, in terms of the exact numbers, uh, the annual headline PC inflation typically declines by about 3 percentage points, uh, whereas the annual headline CPI inflation declines by about 5 percentage points. That's interesting. It really just shows you it does take some time uh, for inflation to really, I guess, be impacted from... I guess, the decisions that have been made as well as the, the recessionary environment. So if we think about the US economy now and, you know, some of the leading indicators that we do watch to know the health of the US economy, what does it suggest about the US economy's prospects over the next uh, year or so, given we're still expecting tightening by the US FOMC? Yeah, so in the report I published, um, I looked at uh, in the total of six key economic and market indicators that uh, provide a useful gauge of how uh, the U.S. economy is tracking or where it is headed. And these include the headline and new orders components mm. of the ISM Manufacturing Index, initial jobless claims, the conference board leading economic index, as well as two measures of the U.S. yield curve. Um, And those are the U.S. 10-year minus two-year Treasury yield curve and uh, what the Fed uh, calls the near-term forward spread, uh, which is measured by the spread between the yield on the three-month Treasury bill, six six quarters ahead, and uh, the current yield on the three-month Treasury bill. So amongst those six indicators, Four of them are currently signaling a, re, uh, a recession in the U.S. For example, um, the conference board leading index, which is a pretty reliable leading indicator of a U.S. recession. The, lead, um, the annual change in that index typically turns negative six months ahead of a U.S. recession. And that has dropped below 0% in July 2022 and further down to minus 1%. In August, so that suggests um, 
a near-term risk of a U.S. recession. And on the other hand, um, the 2 to 10-year part of the yield curve has inverted since July 2022. So that is also signaling a recession, although researchers that are fed would argue that oh, the near-term forward threat uh, is a better measure or projector of U.S. recession. So the threat has narrowed um, significantly over the past few months, but has not inverted just yet. So we've said in Australia that the outlook for economic growth here is is very much in the RBA's hands. So how high the RBA takes the cash rate will really dictate the economic outcomes, particularly in 2023. Is that similar to the US? Is is the outlook for the US economy really dependent on how high the Fed has to take the cash rate? That's exactly right. Um, I mean, the, the FOMC has been clear that it is currently focusing on price stability, um, over uh, the U.S. economic growth. Um, so I think a U.S. recession in, is more likely than not. And ultimately, the size and length of the looming recession in the U.S. will depend on the path of FOMC monetary policy, just like RBA in Australia. Mm. And that will be crucially dependent on how inflation tracks um, over the near term. I mean, inflation will definitely come down. But the key question is how long does it take for inflation to go back to towards the FOMC's um, 2% target? If inflation uh, proves very sticky and remains stubbornly high, then I think the FOMC will have no choice but to keep raising rates. And then, um, of course, the chance of a severe recession will also be higher. Um, but as Powell repeatedly said uh, over the past, um, the economic cost of not acting now or not strong enough can can be much larger down the track. And um, I think what is certain is that the Fed is facing an incredibly challenging macroeconomic backdrop. So inflation has never been this high and labour market has not been this tight um, since the late 1960s and early uh, 1970s. So unfortunately, I think a recession will be the price uh, of restoring price stability in the US and a recession will not, um, will not prevent the Fed from raising rates further. And that means that uh, more rate hikes from now and the Fed will have to address a weaker US economy on another day. Oh, Carol, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting, uh, at least the remainder of 2022, just to see how central banks deal with the inflation challenge that's that's really uh, front and centre at the moment, but also then what the economic outcomes will be in 2023. Uh, I really appreciate you joining today. My pleasure. Thanks, Belina. Now you can read Carol Kong's report on a looming US recession, which was published on the 21st of September 2022 on combankresearch.com.au.